Fran fam, what's going on? Listen, before we start this podcast episode, I have a very, very small favor to ask of each and every single one of you guys. I appreciate the support that all of you have been showing for the podcast up until this point, but we want to try and get these episodes out to as many people as possible. And how we do that on the audio side is by leaving a review and dropping a five-star rating. So if you've been a consistent listener of the pod, please, before we get this episode started, it only takes a couple of seconds, leave a review. It could be a two-word, three-word, four-word review or just leave a rating do something to get the word out so that we can get the marvin francois show to more listeners moving forward outside of that love you guys appreciate the support but without further ado let's get into this episode if you're gonna get more personal credit cards look into your community banks a lot of people they're going for the big banks the wells fargo's the the chases the boas right away but you can look right in your community you can literally type in elon financial banks in your area or you could type in literally community banks in your area and when i mean area i mean your zip code and you're going to see those smaller institutes because they are going to give out the heavier bag. Mm -hmm. But what I tell you is don't go personal credit card stacking initially because we understand that we want that business funding, right? Because to be super truthful, when I first started in the game, I got a whole lot of personal at first. And what I noticed was on the business side when I started going for funding, it was getting, um, you know, $10,000, $15,000 limits, $8,000. But the number one reason was because a lot of new accounts, meaning those new personal cards. So I would say go get three to four to start off, right? That's it. And then after you do that, then you're in position in terms of your personal funding because you have at least two credit cards with a $10,000 plus limit, which at least two that two cards with a 5k limit but 10k is even better because typically on the business side they're going to give you either double or triple what you got on the personal side Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Marvin Francois Show, your number one source for all things business, finance and investing and today huh, is a very special day because we have none other. I mean, you know, we don't had a lot of cats come on here and talk credit but this episode is about to be one of them ones, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all know I don't bring anyone on here that can't give the game on top of game on top of game. And this gentleman is getting ready to do just that. I'm here with the one, the only, my guy, Darius Benders. What's going, What's on, going fam? on, fam? Listen, I'm blessed and highly favored. Better now that I'm talking to you. Appreciate right? and it. And today is going to be a great day because we're going to be talking any and all things business funding. I'm extremely excited to get into it. But before we do that, y'all already know the drill, man. Take a second. Take a minute. Take an hour out of your day right here, right now. Just go ahead. Slap the like button and show this video some love for my guy. Let's get it. How are you, bro? I'm good, man. Appreciate you having me on. Man, listen, you know, when Dion makes the call and he says, I got one of them ones, I got to clear the schedule. My guy. I got to clear the schedule. I got to let you come on here and give value, man. And I'm extremely excited to have you. I've seen you talk your talk on a lot of other platforms. And I said, I'd be remiss. <laughs> if I ain't let you come on here and give the game to my people as well, for right? Sure. So before we jump into that, of course, we got to take some time to get you familiar with those who are unfamiliar. So for those who don't know, uh, talk a little bit about who you are, mm -hmm. where you're from, what you do, and how you got your start. Yeah, so my name is Darius Benders, at Darius Benders on Instagram. And um, what I do is I help um, aspiring and current entrepreneurs um, obtain a 750 credit score and get access to 150K and funding in 90 days. Just like that. Just like that. Goodness gracious. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that's heavy, right? So let's let's backtrack a little bit because mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I didn't start there. It was a process nah, to get there, right? Definitely. You're an entrepreneur that helps other entrepreneurs get to the bag, 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 right? But there was a process to get there. Let's talk a little bit about your introduction into entrepreneurship. How? Wh where did you start that ultimately got you to this point? So I started off in the nightlife industry. Um, that was the first successful business that I had. Um, so I came home from college years ago, and I had tried like seven different jobs that first year. Everything from Uber, front desk at the gym, um, a banker. And that was the last like real job I had. I mm -hmm. got It was where I got like fired and kind of quit at the same time. Yeah. Um, she said I could take a vacation. I booked it, and then she said I didn't tell you could. So she said if you leave, don't come back. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just kind of made a decision to leave. And honestly, you know, 
for me personally, a job was never for me. Um, but I stayed there for five months because you know you just came home from school. Mom's is like, what are you, what are you doing, right? right. Um, so that's where I, I got into the nightlife industry. I just went out one night and um, I knew this girl. She was promoting, and I was like, like, how does this work, basically? So she had introduced me to the dude who was running the nights. Um, so I had locked in with him, and essentially he had said, listen, if you, you work with me for nine months, ten months, just shadow me, and I'll teach you the game. So mm. um, I had studied under him. Nine months, then I started running my own nights, and we ran some of the um, biggest parties in the city mm. from Boston, Mass, of course. Um, so that's how that's that's where I was at, bro. And then pandemic came, and um, I had to figure something out because the nightlife shut down up north. Right. So it was I was in a place where I didn't really have a lot of skill set, right? So I really, really was like stuck. I was in a rut, and um, you know the money, the bills are still coming, right? Yeah. And I had to figure it out. So I came to a conference. Uh, I, I went to a conference out in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, circle of CEOs mm. and it was the first bro it was like I had never seen anything like that like you know black people doing things like trucking uh, credit uh, marketing riding around in Lambos and I was like this this look different so you know really from that it changed my whole mindset and from there I was like listen like I want to get into something like this. So my boy Mel, he he was doing credit. You know, I had said I was doing digital marketing because I was marketing online. But um, we just started exchanging value. And once I was seeing like dudes getting access to capital to fund their dreams, fund their businesses, I was like, yeah, th this is the direction I'm looking to go. Gotcha. Yep. So then I just started, man, getting my credit right. And I went out. I got access to 167,000 in 47 days. Say that again, but say it slow. I want to make sure. Absolutely. I, heard I said I got access to 167,000 in funding in 47 days. Mm -hmm. Just got hot. Okay, yeah, yeah. sit up. Okay, so okay. so then I was like, "Yo, everybody needs to know this." Like that, my mind said, "You know, when you kind of learn something new and you just telling everybody, and people was like, yeah, yeah.' Like I'm like, I'm trying to help everybody, cousins, uh, family, moms, dad, like friends. So I started helping people get their credit right, building their profiles, getting people some funding, um, and then we started the funding company, right? And um, and then we started just helping people creating digital products, and um, that's where we are now. You know, we have a university, we have over 300 students, um, and we just helping people people changing lives man listen okay all right yo that's really really dope and you know going back to it you know you said something that was interesting because you said at that moment when you got that much funding in such a short amount of time your first thought process was yo pete the people need to know this absolutely but not everybody thinks that way right there's right. a lot of people that would have been in that same situation been like hey man i'm gonna just get the bag and run i ain't Facts. telling nobody nothing mm -hmm. what was it that you saw or what was it that was in you that was like no i gotta tell the people about this game and give them the value that i got so they can go and do the same thing because the thing be even before all this i've always been the type of person that likes to help people i just never knew you could really like monetize it so naturally if i go get a play i'm like i want to tell people so they could get on because i understand like you getting money doesn't affect me right i think money's infinite and i think a problem is like a lot of people operate with a scarcity mindset they think mm -hmm. it's either your money or it's my money but really it could be your money and my money right. or we could run up a bag together right so that that's how i've always operated um and then once i heard that you can help people and get paid it was really like a game changer for me and i just believe you know, when you over deliver you'll be overcompensated right so leave with value you'll never be broke there you go yeah. goodness okay and you talked about now now you being in the position you're in you've been able to help people all across the nation be able to do what you've done in others talk a little bit about that because i want people to know that when they see someone come on this show mm -hmm. we ain't bringing no busters nah, we ain't bringing no chumps 
we've been bringing people that live the game and bring the game on top of game. Talk a little bit about some of the success that your uh, your students and your mentees have been able to have under you. Absolutely. So Stephanie, uh, one of my students, <laughs> Stephanie, she went in the program since uh, February, and she's up to $220,000 in funding. Um, she was a, a, a super dope situation because she has a family-type business, and she had a few things she had to clean up. But her profile was already in decent shape. But I always say there's so many different factors in getting funding. Like people, you know, just different parts. you got to have them data points. Right. But then your business got to be structured the right way. Then you got to understand applications and what banks are looking for. Um, so really just educating her on, you know, no doc programs, um, building, making her profile a little stronger was what got her there. Um, we got my guy, Tevin. He's up to about one hundred eighty eight thousand dollars in funding. Crazy. Yep. One hundred forty in business funding, uh, forty thousand in personal funding. Um, we, we got students going crazy. We've given out we got a hundred K award that we give to students in the program and we've given out 16. Um, in the last month and a half. So that's something we rolled out. And um, yeah, we just been helping a lot of people not only get access to funding, but also make money with the skill set. We talk about how you can turn around and take the same skill and be able to now start you a funding business, right? We got start, people starting automated credit repair businesses, mm -hmm. just making money. So it's super dope. Like my favorite aspect of the business is seeing people get excited and then go run, a, run up a bag where they talking about how they changing people's lives now. Right. So that's where we at with it. And man, listen, that's exactly why I wanted to have you come on here because I love talking business funding, mm -hmm. man, because, yeah, listen, too much money ain't enough money. Fact. You understand? <laughs> Especially as an entrepreneur, because you and I know that when it comes to funding, it's one of the most important things for us to have as business owners because it gives us the leverage we need mm -hmm. to invest in assets and invest in resources that's going to help us grow our business. Fact. Right. But at the same time, everybody out here talking about 50K in funding, 100K in funding, 200K in funding. But you and I know there's a process behind it. Right. Absolutely. So. In the same way that you get, you taught your, your mentees the game. Is it all right if we give the game here on? on yeah, on, of course. Listen, I, I want to make sure it's cool. I'm shoot. only coming here to over deliver. So they going This is this gonna be like a master class. Like they gonna literally know how to go out and get access to the bag. We didn't had a lot of people come on here talk about funding. I don't know. You you you, you, you sure? I'm positive. Let's go. Let's, go. <laughs> let's, let's do it. it. So let's 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 get into business funding. Like I said, it's a process, mm -hmm. right? So. Um, one key component of business funding that, you know, a lot of people don't I feel like I don't hear enough people talk about is the personal side of things. Everybody want to go get business funding. Nobody want to get their personal Facts. side. Right. Right. Yep. So let's dive a little bit into that. First and foremost, when it comes to the personal side of credit. Is having good personal credit important to the business funding side? And if so, why? That is the most important part in business funding, right? Your personal report is going to be what allows you to go get access to that capital. You got bad credit, you are not about to go get 150, 200,000 of funding. It just ain't happening. I don't, you know, I don't care what anyone tells you. You're gonna need that personal credit. Uh, the reason why is because when you go for business funding, that's what they're going to look at. They're going to look at your personal data points plus how your LLC is set up. And that's what's going to dictate if you get approved and for how much. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, foundationally, you got to get that right. And I tell people the way you build that out is making sure you have at least 10 primary accounts. Right. Making sure if you do have credit cards that your utilization, I tell under 15, preferably between two and nine percent. Making sure you got no late, no derogatories. we got to be 100 percent clean. Right. And then you want to make sure your age It's super important that people understand, like the biggest factor in you getting high limits outside of it being clean is the average age. Right. Because that's going to tell a story. How much credit you've handled is going to be the number of accounts, but how how old your credit history is, that's going to dictate, okay, this person's handled credit for a while. Let's say you just started getting credit. You come to me, 
if your age is, you know, a year or two years, I don't, I don't know if I'm um, looking to give you forty, fifty thousand dollars in funding because mm-hmm. you haven't shown me that you've handled different limits or handled different funding for a long period of time. So that credit age is, is very it's, important. It's huge. So yeah. now listen, right? You said you want this to be a masterclass, so we're gonna go from start to finish. We're gonna Let's break this thing down. You understand? Mm-hmm. If I'm listening to this episode right now, all right, Darius just told me personal credit is everything when it comes to getting business funding. But I don't got no personal credit. I have nothing. My credit report don't even exist, right? What are some different credit building accounts? What are some different things that I can go and apply for to start building my credit profile out? Okay, cool. So this is how you build your credit profile. If your score is at zero, you got nothing going on, right? So first thing we're going to do is we could go add self, right? We can add kickoff. We can add credit strong. Uh, we can add the Tomo card, which you're going to get that with no inquiry. Um, you can go check out an extra debit card. It is a debit card, but it help, allows you to build credit, mm. right? Another thing you can do is you can go add um, Navy Fed pledge loan. And I'll say you're not in Navy. A lot of credit unions have these pledge loans. They call them like shared secure loans. DCU has that, right? Mm. Um, AFCU has that. So you go add a couple of those pledge or secured share loans just like that you had eight accounts then we could go add some rental accounts right most people don't even know you could report your rent right so a lot of us we just living we paying rent every month Facts. but we don't understand that we could be building our credit right so you could go check out rental karma you could check out rent reporter right so the hack with these is not only these are gonna report as primary accounts but what they're gonna do is they're gonna allow you to backdate so remember when i talked about that age being a huge factor right now imagine you lived at your mom's house and you 25 years old right um you could literally go sign up for those two accounts most people are going to see it says we'll allow you to backdate 24 months right that's what it says but when that question comes up what was your moving date whatever you put for that moving date is what's going to be reported when it updates on your credit profile so you could backdate all the way to when you were 18 so now you have two seven-year accounts that are reporting on your credit oh okay 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 And, and, and that and that's light right so so far, now we have 10 accounts, 10 primaries reporting, mm-hmm. right? We got some decent age. A lot of newborns with the, with those other accounts, but we got some decent age. If we want to go increase that age even more, what we could do is, let's say you got someone in your family who, let's say his mom Duke, she's had a $20,000 credit card. Maybe she's had it for 20 years, right? Because our parents, they've probably been a little more responsible because they ain't really like leveraging, right? Fact. So what we can do is we can say, hey, mom, I want to know if you could add me as an authorized user on that credit card, right? Now... That 20-year history that she had on that credit card, in 30 days when your credit report updates, you're now going to have another 20-year account. So now we got them two seven-year accounts. We got a 20, a 20-year account, which is going to bring up our average. Then what we can do if we're still, you know, three, three and a half years and we want to increase even more, we go check out Trayline Supply, mm-hmm. TraylineSupply.com. And what they have is a calculator where you're going to be able to put in the exact account to see what it will do for you in terms of your age and how much it will bring down your utilization. So it's another play if you have utilization issues. But let's go say we add a card that has a 30-year age history. Now our average age gets five years plus at least on the low side. So when we have this credit age point, now we got 10 primary accounts or utilizations in shape guess what now we're in position if you have having utilization issues another thing you could do is you could use a debt consolidation loan right you could go check out happymoney.com you could check out credible.com slash debt consolidation um you could also check out meettally.com right you can use these go get a loan and then take that money to be able to pay down your credit card utilization so now we can be in shape to go get the bag on the business side yo yo where you from <laughs> goodness great good Damn! All right, that. Oh, you ain't come to play. Let nah, me set up. I told you it's a master class. Let's man. do this. Let's have some, let's have some fun. All right. Okay. 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 So my credit report has nothing. You literally just told me how to build out the ultimate credit report. If I have little to nothing, let's flip it. Mm-hmm. Let's say I do have credit, but I got bad credit. Mm-hmm. My credit is not where it needs to be. I, you know, I, I was 18, 19 years old. I misplaced my funds, finances, things of that nature. 
man, I got collections here, late payments there, charge-offs there. I got so many negative items in my credit report, I can't even look at it without crying. Yep. How do I go about, because I want to make sure people walk away from this episode, no excuses, Everything. so they can run out the bag, bag, bag. How can I clean up my credit report? So first thing we're going to do is we're going to go look at our credit report, right? Fact. We're going to make sure that our personal information is in shape, meaning everything should look like a resume, right? It should have one name, one address, one employer. All old addresses got to go. Anything that's misspelled, mm. we got to update. Simply call the bureaus, and then you could do that, right? Mm. Then what we're going to do is we're going to freeze. I like to freeze the secondary bureaus. Now, some people, you know, they don't do freezing the secondary bureaus. You know, it's just been what I've been doing, our process, and it's worked well. So I'm kind of, if it ain't broke, don't fix it type thing. So right. what we're doing when we're freezing the secondary bureaus, we're suppressing the secondary bureaus, right? That's who the main bureaus go to to validate our information um, to see if, what is on our report is true, right? So when you suppress those, now we know that they can't validate it. They might say they can validate it, but we know that they can't, right? So then what we do there is we're going to go identify the negative account. So let's say it's a, uh, a Bank of America credit card with a late payment, right? So what you're going to do is you're going to look at that credit card. You're going to look at all the factors in that. You're going to look at things like open date, right? You're going to look at the amount late. Mm -hmm. You're going to look at how late it was. Was it 30 days, 60 days, 90 days? You're going to look across all three bureaus, mm -hmm. and 92% of credit reports have inaccuracies in them. Like, I've been doing credit now for a year and almost a half. I've never seen a credit report 100% and entirely accurate. Not Facts. one. So if you go identify those different factors, if they are not all 100% and entirely accurate, according to FCRA, the Fair Credit Reporting Act, those things got to be removed so we can get those up out of there, right? What people go wrong is, you know, they'll send in one letter and they think, oh, it ain't work. It's a scam. No, you have to be persistent because the credit bureaus have 90 days to stall, right? Which means essentially they could, you know, BS, right? I don't want to swear, but they could say that, you know, it's verified, but it's not. Fact. So you have to be persistent, right? Um, so, yeah, that's how we would, you know, get rid of those negative items and get you in shape before building that out. For those who don't know, mm -hmm. some of the secondary, if I'm if I'm listening to this, I you said freeze the secondaries. What are some of the secondaries that I can go about freezing? So you go check out Innovis. You can check out uh, LexisNexis, right? And those are going to be some secondaries. You can simply call up and let them know that you would like to uh, suppress or freeze that your reports. Are you trying to buy a car, but finding yourself having to jump through hoops just to get approved for an auto loan with a good interest rate? Takeoff Financial can help you restore your personal credit so that your next big purchase doesn't turn into a big headache over what should be a simple process. So click the link above or below this video so that you can schedule a free consultation and see how we can simplify your finances and your life. So if I have no credit, I know how to build my report out. If I had credit, but I got bad credit, now I know how to get that cleaned up, yes. right? Well, one step closer to getting to the bag, but we're not all the way there yet because we want to find out now, how, what are some of the different ways we can continue to build our personal credit report out, right? Because mm -hmm. the stronger we are on the personal side, it makes it that much easier for us to leverage it on the business side. Absolutely. Let's go get that back. Absolutely. So let's, let's talk about that. Once I've taken care of my personal credit report, I've built it out, or I've cleaned it up, and now it's in much better shape. How can I now leverage my personal credit report to start getting funded? Not on the business side yet, but on, but on, a, on a personal side, just to make my report a little bit stronger. Talk so, to me about that. So what you want to do is you want to start with credit unions. And the reason why is because credit unions are smaller institutes, and they're typically looking to serve their members, right? They're like not-for-profit organizations. So like their obligation is to serve their members. So you, you're a priority, right? Um, interest rates are typically going to be a lot lower, right? I'm talking about with the whether it's credit cards, lines of credit, auto loans. So I tell you start with those. And specifically, I tell you start with pre-approval credit unions, right? So you go check out Nassau Federal Credit Union. You go check out Dover Federal Credit Union. And these are just going to put you in position to see if you got approved before actually getting a hard inquiry so that you could be able to, you know, get the bag without having to say, dang, I got an inquiry and I didn't get approved for it, right? Um, so now you get two cars there. You can go check out. I like DCU as well. It's another credit union up north. Um, you can get multiple products in a 30-day time frame with just one inquiry, right? Um, and then those ones I listed, they all pull from Experian, right? So y'all can check it, look into those first. Then what I tell you is 
if you're going to get more personal credit cards, look into your community banks. A lot of people, they're going for the big banks, the Wells Fargo's, the, the Chase's, the BOA's right away. But you can look right in your community. You can literally type in Elon Financial Banks in your area. Or you could type in literally community banks in your area. And when I mean area, I mean your zip code. And you're going to see those smaller institutes because they are going to give out the heavier bag. Mm -hmm. But what I tell you is don't go personal credit card stacking initially because we understand that we want that business funding right because to be super truthful when i first started in the game i got a whole lot of personal at first and what i noticed was on the business side when i started going for funding it was getting um you know ten thousand fifteen thousand dollar limits eight thousand but the number one reason was because a lot of new accounts meaning those new personal cards so i would say go get three to four to start off right that's it. And then after you do that, then you're in position in terms of your personal funding because you have at least two credit cards with a $10,000 plus limit, which at least two that or two cards with a 5K limit, but 10K is even better because typically on the business side, they're going to give you either double or triple what you got on the personal side. Is it better for us to apply in bank branch? Because I know there's some, there was always talk around about that. It's better to apply in branch versus mm -hmm. apply online. And if you apply online, apply at 337 yeah. in the morning because of computers. When it comes to the application process, what's gonna? Because we want to, we want to get as much money as oh, possible yeah. on a personal and a business mm -hmm. side, right? So, is it better to apply in branch? Is it better to apply over uh, online? Which one? Which one works better for us? So, what I would tell you is this, right? I'm big on relationships. It's like if I say, "Hey, Marv, how you doing?" and I just met you, I say, "Hey, I bought twenty thousand. You're probably gonna be like, "I'm putting you through the table." You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't have a report yet, right. right? So, what you can do is go into the branch initially, especially if you're just getting started in credit. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna tell you go into the branch. Open up a check and open up a savings, right? Um, drop some money in that check and drop some money in that savings. That's going that's just going to show some form of commitment. Not that we're actually committing, but we're playing the game, right? So the more money you have liquid, I would say drop more money. It's just going to help you build a strong relationship to even further enhance that relationship. What we could do is set up direct deposit. Right. Because what does that show? More commitment. Doesn't mean you have to set the whole thing up. Just set a percentage up. Right. You can have a few different banks going where 20 percent of your direct deposit goes to that bank and then the other 20 or whatever could go to another bank. Mm -hmm. This is going to show commitment. Then on that 31st day, right after a month of doing that, then I would go apply for that product. Right. That's how you can build those relationships. And then in terms of applying after you have those initial relationships, you can really apply online. Um, you know, in terms of uh, those um, automatic approvals, you know, the late night is typically when you will get those when the branch is shut down. Right. But honestly, you could get them during the day. It's just going to depend on, again, your data points and how you're and then um, how you fill out your application. Got you, yeah. got you, got you, got you. Okay. 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 Now, let's say I go and apply for some of these personal credit cards for whatever reason. I let's say I get approved for a limit because I know a big part, another part of the application process, even on the business side, mm -hmm. people talk about the reconsideration department. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about that. If I get approved for a per, I can do everything we talk about in this episode, but I only get like a five thousand dollar credit card. How can I use the reconsideration department department to my advantage to maybe spend a block back? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Turn that five thousand to fifteen thousand. Talk to me a little bit about that. Absolutely. So if you get approved for a small limit, right? Literally, what you can do is you can call right away and ask for a reconsideration. Now, some lenders will allow you. So they'll say what reason do you think you should be reconsidered they might go back and double back on your credit report now sometimes they'll say yes or sometimes they'll tell you you got to try back in 60 to 90 days they want to see that you use the card actually use it you know use the money pay it down back by its closing statement date and then you can spend the block back in 60 to 90 days to see if they'll then give you a credit limit increase so it's just going to depend on the lender there you go mm -hmm. okay so that that personal done yeah personal set if we didn't have credit we got it now yeah if we hadn't it was bad it's clean now and if we had it, it was good. It better be great now. That's right. Come on now, we flying. Let's you understand? Now, now let's go over to let's 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 have some fun. Mm -hmm. Let's go to the business side because that's where the real money is. That's a fact. Come on now, let's talk. Let's talk about the that's business. That's what the leverage is. Come on, leverage. That's what the leverage is. You understand? So let's talk a little bit about that. We built everything out on the personal side. 
like you said, people want to talk 50K in business funding, 100K in business funding, 150K in business funding. It's a process. You got to respect the process. Facts. Right? Can't get a business, can't get business funding if we don't got a business. More importantly, if we do got a business that's not properly structured, banks, banks going to laugh us out the, out the branch. If I'm an entrepreneur, new entrepreneur, aspiring entrepreneur, I want to get business funding. I don't have a business, but I'm looking to get access to funding. How can I go about getting a setting my business up in the right way mm-hmm. to when I walk in these walk in the bank, I walk out with a bag, bag, bag. Talk to me. All right. So first thing you're going to do, right? Um, I'm glad you said that. a lot of people think you just go get an LLC and then like, where's the bag at? But you got to structure your business so it's in compliance and it looks the part. Right. It's no doc funding is about looking the part. So first thing you're going to do is you're going to go to your secretary of state. You're going to file your LLC. Right. For those of y'all who don't want to do that, I know some people, for whatever reason, they're scared about doing their own LLC. You go check out an Inc. file. You can check out a legal Zoom, which is just a third party company that's going to set it up for you. Right. right. We want to make sure we have an EIN, which is just going to act as your business and social security. So that's just going to separate you from the business. Mm-hmm. Right. So after you get those. As you get those things in order, you need to make sure that you have a business address. This is where a lot of people go wrong. They think that, you know, they just can use their home address. Um, but what you want to do is you want to go check out sites like Opus, right, iPostal, uh, Regis, and you're going to be able to go find addresses that are actual commercial buildings that allow people to use those addresses as actual business addresses, right? They're actual workspaces. Um, so another mistake a lot of people do is they'll go get, like, an address that's attached to a Staples, a FedEx, a UPS, right? Mm-hmm. And it don't even be their fault. They're just not doing their due diligence and copying the address, put it in Google to see where it's attached to, Fact. right? So just make sure you're doing that if you're just setting up your first business or whatever so that you don't go have to go back, file an amendment, right? So if you are attached to one of those, you could just go to your Secretary of State, file an amendment, update it with your new address, and then you're on, you're on par, right? So that's in terms of the address, right? Your business phone number, you want to get you a toll-free number, right? It could be 800-833, anything as long as it's not yourself. Phone. So you can go to freedomvoice.com, get you one of those, right? So now we got the address, we got our phone number. Next thing we want to do is get us a, a business email, right? So many times people are operating, hey, it's my business at Gmail or my business at Yahoo, but no, go get you a professional because again, we're looking to look the part. So you can just go, you know, godaddy.com, right? Get your info at yourbusiness.com or support at yourbusiness.com, and now you're good to go. You got your business, at, you got your business email, all right? Next thing you want to do is you want to make sure when you're picking your name. And you were talking about the nature of your business that we are in what what they call a low risk industry. So there's certain industries that are going to allow you to get funded a lot, certain industries that are going to allow you to not get funded or get little amounts. Right. So what we want to do is make sure we're in a low risk industry. I just tell you, stick to names like enterprise solutions, um, uh, consulting, marketing, right? Real generic names, right? When you go into these lenders and you act, they ask you, hey, what's the nature of your business? Don't go in there talking about you do credit repair. You're going to get red flag. You're nice. not going to get no money. Don't use uh, the word investment. Don't use the word real estate. Um, don't use the word trucking, right? These are just red flags. And it doesn't always mean you'll get no funding again. It just means you might get a limited amount. So when they say, well, what if I do trucking? What if I do credit repair? Again, use the word consultant. What do you do? Oh, we consult with people who are in the financial industry. We help them set up their businesses the right way. Or we help them with their marketing, right? Because bankers can be nosy. And you're walking there. So many times people walk in the bank, they'd be happy to tell the bank, oh, I'm self-employed. I'm a boss. I'm this. Yeah, I do credit repair. I <laughs> bet. <laughs> we'll finish this application. I'll yeah. deny it yeah. before you even walk out the bank. You know? There you go. So, yeah, those are some industries you want to stay away from um, to get in position. And, of course, just have a payment processor. We're not taking Cash App, Nozelle. Um, go get you a Stripe. You can look into QuickBooks as well um, because, you know, we're, again, we're looking to operate as a big business. Um, so, yeah, those are some things you do to set up your business the right way so that we can be in position to then go get the bag. But I tell you, build those relationships again. Um, so any cards that you had on the personal side, what you can do is 
the best place to build a relationship Come on now. is with who you already have one for. Come on now. Right? So then we just open up that business account. Again, drop some money. They probably have already seen some activity based on your personal activity. So then it's the easiest to build with those banks. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, another thing you could do is we like to start with like soft pull business um, cards. 0% interest is my favorite just because the money's damn near free. Yeah, right? Yeah. So we can leverage that because... The point of funding is to leverage. Like, you know, everyone talks, oh, I got a 750, I got an 800 scores. Well, what are you doing to leverage that money, right? So 0% funding, like, we go to GM Marcus, right? 0% nine months. They're going to pull from TransUnion. Say it again, GM Marcus? GM Marcus. Car. So it's a, it's, a, it's a play. A lot of people don't know about it. GM Marcus, yes. Um, you, Obviously, you need to sign up with them. You need to get your check-in and savings. If you are if you don't have a relationship with them, they won't allow you to go through. So you just open that account, drop some money in there on both sides, and then you can apply with them. And that's also, they have a no-doc no doc funding. And that's a bank? It's a bank. G-N. G-M. G-M Marcus. G-M Marcus. I didn't even know about this. Yep. Okay. G-M Marcus. Yep. Oh. Um, so you can go there. Uh, Truist, it's a, it's a regional bank. So it's not everywhere, but it's one of my favorite plays because you get multiple products with just one inquiry. They're going to pull from Equifax, right? So you can get two business credit cards, both 0% introductory rate, one nine months, one 12 months. Um, if your business is in two years, you can also get a business line of credit with them as well. So you, you can think about one bank. Let's say you go get, you know, Let's say on a low end, you get 15 per card, per credit card. Mm-hmm. And then no one for giving out the bag. Mm-hmm. Um, then you got 30000 Let's say on the business line of credit, you get forty. you walking out of one bank, 70000 of funding. Right? And people hear this, they be like, whoa. But it's like people are doing it every day. Right? Um, you can check out American Express. I know a lot of people, you know, talk about American. Um, but the thing with them is so dope is if you already have a relationship with them on the personal side, what you could do is you could literally just apply for their business products. You could go get five business credit cards and you could literally get approved for all of them in the same exact day. Crazy. Right. So the thing with that is I tell people, be careful with the charge cards. Like if you're a new entrepreneur and you ain't bringing in cash flow yet, be careful because you'll get yourself in a rut in terms of that interest. If you cannot pay them back in the time frame that it's supposed to be uh, paid in. Right. You could get the gold. You could get the plat- platinum. You could get the plum. Now, the difference between the first two and then the plum is that the plum is going to allow you 60 days to pay it back in full versus the platinum and the gold. 30 days, you got to have that thing back in full. Right. Um, but they are good cars. They have certain perks. But my favorite two are the blue cars. You can get those zero percent, 12 months. And those are going to allow you to, again, take that money, and go leverage. If I want to, you know, get into real estate or I want to, you know, learn how to run a podcast, I can go pay pay my guy Marvin. He, get, on, he pay him 10 racks. He showed me how to run up. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah 20, 20. Yeah, podcast. 20. Yeah, 20. Yeah, give me 20. Give me 20. Give me 20. Give me 20. <laughs> my fault, 20. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, yo, you get, you get, we, this is getting real, real good. Okay. So you just broke down the structuring of the business mm-hmm. and you even started getting into I know some people call it a funding sequence, mm-hmm. right? The funding sequence on that. So let's talk a little bit more about the funding sequence side of things. The structure, we got that taken care yep. of. When it comes to our uh, going for funding on the business side, does the order in which we're going to these different banks, Matt, because you talk about Amex, you talk about Chase, mm-hmm. GM, Marcus, all these different things. Yep. How does the order in which we're going to these different banks play a role in uh, us getting a certain amount of funding, if at all? Talk a little bit about that. Absolutely. So. I call it uh, like credit card stacking, right? So gotcha. being strategic, everything in life is about strategy. Right? Right. Funding is the same. So if we wanted to maximize the amount of funding we were to get, what we do is we will go find three banks that are going to pull from Experion, right? We're going to find three banks that pull from Equifax and then three that pull from TransUnion, right? Now, if you think about it, like I just gave you the truest play, that's three products that you get with only one inquiry. Come on now. So we still have two other inquiries that we could go out and find other lenders that pull from Equifax. Now we could go get five, six, seven cars with only three inquiries on Equifax. So now we can go get more products. Let's say TransUnion, right? Let's say you, I told y'all to Google some Elon financial banks. Most of those, not all, most of them are going to pull from TransUnion, right? And 
most people think it's like a magic trick to find out who pulls from where. But you can literally call the lender and say, who do you all pull from? Right. And they it's, don't tell you. Yeah. It's not like it's, they think it's, it's not a game or it's not hide and seek. Right. So you're just going to call them and ask them who they pull from. You go find three more banks that pull from TransUnion and then you can find three that pull from um, Experian. Like I said, Amex. They're typically going to pull from Amex, uh, from Experian. Bank of America typically is going to be either Experian or Equifax, depending on where you live. So that's why I say always call first, because depending on where you live, it can pull from a different bureau. When it comes to this is getting good, y'all. All right. When it comes to because um, you kind of just broke down Elon Financial. I know that within like the banking and funding, they have different tiers, right? Mm-hmm. Tier one banks, tier two, three, tier three, tier four. If I under, if I remember correctly, Elon Financial is a tier four bank. Yes. Do bank tiers matter when it comes to our funding process or no, it doesn't really matter? For what we're doing, not really. When you're looking to do credit card stacking, no, it doesn't really matter too much. Like obviously, like Elon Financials are going to be the lower tiers, right? And then your main tiers are going to be the Bank of America, the Chases, the Wells Fargo's. But honestly, when you're just, because all money is the same. So right. credit card, it ain't like you could take, you know, because it's a, a BOA card, you could take half the money off. Or because it's a, a Elon Financial Bank, you can only take the full amount off. Now, nah, money is money. So when I go for, for funding, I'm looking to get the most amount so that I can go leverage and go turn this into cash flow. Mm-hmm. Got you. Okay. And then from there, we understand the Elon side of things. Um, let's talk a little bit more about how we can monetize now on this information. Mm-hmm. Right. Because now I know how to build on my personal credit profile. I know how to go ahead and build out a business, get access to business funding, but we want to provide as much value as possible, right? Uh, Let's say someone's watching this episode right now and they're like, all right, cool. I I know how to get myself funded, but I want to do what you do. I want to go out and get other people to bag, bag, bag. What does that process look like in terms of us now taking this information and going out and creating a funding business? Absolutely. So I tell you, you just learned a super high income skill, right? This is a skill that you can literally get 10 clients a year and make six figures. That's not even a client. Say that again. Say that again. So I want to make sure they heard you. This is the only business that you can get 10 clients in a whole year and go run up six figures. Mm. Right. You're taking the skill set that I just showed you. Mm -hmm. Right. You understand what a personal profile needs to look like. You understand what the how the business needs to be structured. You understand what banks are looking for in terms of applications and stability. Now we take this same skill set. Right. You can literally go in your group chat. Hey, I'm looking to help some of y'all get access to 50 to 150 K in funding in the less in the, in the next 90 days. Right. But what we want to do is I like to have a system in place so we don't waste our time. Right. Because if you go put that in the chat, everyone's going to say, I, I want the bag. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. So what we do is we create a structure where people have to actually send us the information first. Right. So we have what we call a, uh, a pre-fill where you're going to put in information. We want to know what are your data points. We want you to also upload your um, upload your credit report so we can look at that, make sure you meet all the criteria I said, right? We also, you're going to send us your EIN. You're going to send us all your business information so we can verify that it's all legit and it's ready to go. If you are in position, you meet those data points, then what we could do is we run you through a sequence like what I just went over. What we're going to do is we're going to apply on your behalf and we're going to be able to get you the max amount of funding, right? The goal is always to put the customer uh, in, a, in a great situation, right? So right. that's why 0% interest or low interest is the priority, right? Um, so yeah, that's a business you could do. In terms of the legal side of things, you know, business is obviously contractual. So we start with a contract yeah. um, just so you have a clear understanding. The way we do it is $0 up front. We get 10% commission on the back end. So, for example, you get someone 50000 that's a 5K payday. You go mm-hmm. get someone 150000 that's a 15K payday. You know what I'm saying? I go get somebody 200000 Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, right. I, I like these numbers. Yes, okay, sir. okay. So, now, my question is, on the on, on the business funding, business mm-hmm. side of things, I got so many questions, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, 
does the kind of fu- the funding sequence that I go for for a client differ depending on what they want funding for? Like, for example, if somebody wants to get in real estate versus somebody that wants to, I don't know, start a car rental business. Mm-hmm. Do I have different types of credit products I'm getting on one side versus the other? Or can I use the same funding sequence regardless of what your goals are? When it comes to getting funded, because we're doing zero percent interest, bro, you can never go wrong. So whether you're looking to buy a property, whether you're looking to start a new gym, whether whatever you're looking to do, our funding sequence is relatively going to stay the same. Because again, we understand that you want the most capital to be able to go out and flip the bread to do whatever you need to do. So we're going to start with those zero percent interest credit cards. Another question I have is, let's say, right, because like you said, when it comes to funding, obviously your personal credit got to be right yep. in order for me to go out and get you funding as a client. Mm-hmm. Um, would another approach from like a business model standpoint be like a, a complete do it for you from like, let's say somebody got b- bad credit and the pl- and the way that we have this business structured is I'm going to help you fix your credit. After I help you fix your credit, I'm going to go ahead and build your personal credit. I'm going to help you get your business structured and I'm going to go get you funded. Is that possible? Or is that- yes, that's a great question. So what we have is and I started doing this just uh, creatively at first and we put a system together where. Um, let's say Marvin has a credit repair business, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say his cr- credit repair business is going crazy. What we can do is we can create a partnership, right? So what happens when they come through our funnel to see if they qualify for funding, it's going to either tell them they're pre-qualified or they're not pre-qualified. So if they're not pre-qualified, we also have automation going out that says, hey, you don't qualify for funding currently, but we would like to get you in our build-out package. And that package, we're going to be able to fix your credit, uh, show you how to build your credit while we're fixing it so that you can come back around and then we can get you access to funding. Because they're going to go somewhere, right? So what they might do is if I say, no, we can't help you, they might go see Marv. And then after you fix their credit, then you can send just them, get them right back to you. Or you could just get oh, them for me. If I don't have that set in place where right. we're going to have that build out package for you. And now I have a strategic partnership with you where we can get them right and then send them back. Mm-hmm. So that's a play right there. Yep. That's a play right there. They got bad credit. We help them get their credit fixed. Go ahead and help them get fun, get help them get funded, and then afterwards, after we get them funded, if they down, we could also teach them, yo, if you want, I could teach you how to do what I did for you too. Exactly. Monetize that. Yep. Darius, you about to make me hit this mic, bro. <laughs> Signing up with Takeoff Financial was really the best choice for me. It allowed me to take control of my life. I know that some people may think that that's really dramatic, but it's not. I feel like credit is really important, and signing up with them allowed me to understand that. I just want to say. Thank you, because I think that you guys have definitely allowed me to feel comfortable. You allowed me to feel liberated. You allowed me to feel that it's okay. It's okay not to have great credit, but it's not okay to stay in that situation. So thank you guys for embracing me and allowing me to have a new life. Head over to our website at takeofffinancial.com and let's get your credit score to the moon. All right. Okay. Okay. This is, this is, this is, all right. So now another question I have, right, is because, you know, in business, it's not always good. Right. Sometimes you run into some people that don't necessarily got your best interest in mind. You may have somebody that come into your business funding business trying to get 50K, 100K, whatever the case may be, and they try and do the dash. Mm-hmm. They try and run off on the plug, right? right? You talked about paperwork and things like that. Have you had any negative experiences in your own? Because we want to be real with people. Yeah, we wanna, absolutely. We got to give them both sides of the coin, right? Yeah. We can't just be over here talking about all this funding and not prepare them for what's coming. Have you ever had anybody try to run off on you? So I had one well, I had one dude. He, he didn't try to run off, but he was trying to. Because what we put in there, your payment is doing three to seven days of receiving your cards. Like, you get the invoice immediately. He was. Uh, he started asking questions. Like, he started saying, like, yo, bro, I feel like 10% is a lot. I'm crying. You know what I'm All of a sudden, <laughs> like, he knew what was up. So I just simply told him, hey, bro, you know, you have the contract. We also do work with a collections agency. If it were to ever get there, right, y'all can go check out olddebts.com. Where, Say that again. That's a, hey, We yeah, need that. Yeah, for sure. Olddebts.com. So, okay. You know, if 
you're a business, right? You're operating as a business. So if someone don't pay you, then we go in there and we report on that. And again, most people don't know how to repair their credit or it just prolongs them from being able to get to where they're looking to go faster. And then also, you know, as a last resort, if you did, it's a contract. So you could go to court if needed to get to that situation. But typically I haven't had too many people um, that, you know, I've had to deal with that way. But those those are some ways that we would handle it if someone did try to run off. And you never had a situation where somebody, like, tried to charge back? and Because that's another thing, too, unless y'all are taking payment by, like, a wire or something like that. Have you ever had a situation like that? I haven't had a situation like that. No. God bless. But, but think, I mean, if we did have a situation, again, we have Oh, yeah, we're going to handle contract. that. Yeah, yeah we're going to handle that. Contracts, you know what I'm saying? Got you. Yeah. Okay, got you. You're giving a lot of value here right now. You're giving the people a lot of game. Mm-hmm. Can we keep going? Is it yeah, okay? Yeah, I'm with it. I'm, we could go. As I don't want to make you. I won't make you nervous. You sure? <laughs> we good, bro. All right, let's. We just taught the people how to build out their personal credit report. We taught them how to repair it mm-hmm. if it's in ba- if it's in bad shape. And then we taught them how they can go and get the, build their business out. How they can go and get business funding. Then how they can go and start a business funding business. Mm-hmm. Then how they can go and protect themselves in this business funding business. I want to get the people as much money as possible. Is that okay with you? Yeah. I see what you're doing on social media. I see what you're doing on the internet, how you've been able to take the information that you have and put it into digital products like eBooks and mm-hmm. courses and things of that nature. Let's, let's take this to another level, right? Let's say I, I want to take this information and monetize it beyond just the service of providing people business funding. I also want to put it into products where I'm able to make money on that side as well. Talk to us a little bit about Give us a step-by-step blueprint on how we could do something like that. Absolutely. So if you have any skill set, but for this, for the sake of this example, we'll talk about funding credit, right? What I learned is that when you're good at something, right, you have to think. If you have the ability to make money with a skill, right, it even says, even even biblical terms, the best thing you could do on this earth is to put someone else in a position to feed their family, right? So I think, okay, this skill set that allows me to make money, why not show others how they can duplicate and do the same thing and change people's lives, right? right? So rather than doing it for you, where if you have now that, let's say something goes wrong, or let's say you want more funding, you have to come back and see me. Why not just show you now you have a skill set forever, right? So I started, um, first products I used to sell was, uh, I did live classes. I just did a live class. You know, I would charge like $27 and um just to get my feet wet, right? So we started doing live classes, and then what we do is we have an upsell to like you know a two day intensive. But uh, what had happened is I had I had seen we were giving a lot of impact. Then we started selling re- uh, the replays. So when selling the replays, what I noticed was I was getting a lot of people who was like, "Hey, do you have another offer?" But I didn't have another offer. So then what I did was I took the money that I had got, I had paid a coach to show me then how to monetize, how to create high ticket mentorships, how to you know create a full course that people could actually come get the game to. So what we've been doing a lot is we've been leveraging social media, specifically Instagram, to grow our brand. Um, and the number one way I tell people to do that, if you want to grow your brand fast, is you have to leverage other people's audience, right? So we talk about banks, OPM, right? But when it comes to growing in the marketing aspect, OPA, other people's audience, right? So that's going to allow us to get in front of people who want what we have to offer. So again, we'll, we'll leverage like, for example, uh, black business pages, right? I may make a post that did well on my page and put it on those pages. What that's going to allow me to do is get eyeballs on my product. So what I'll do is I'll invite them to you know a free class where I can give them a whole lot of game. Now, the key to this, a lot of people operate with a scarcity mindset, Price. but they don't want to give away the game, right? But what I tell you is, again, when you over-deliver, you'll be overpaid. So you give away a lot of game. That, people, that way, people know you're an expert, right? And you build that trust. And a lot of times, you build that relatability, 
because you have to. Just like you asked me about my story, we talk about our story. So they know, like, I'm no different than you. I'm just like you. So we kind of got into that, bro, and uh, we've been doing that now for, you know, nine months. Um, and, yeah, we've just been changing a lot of lives and helping a lot of lives. So I tell people, like, monetize the information you got, monetize your skill set. And, honestly, the, the services are great, but you can make a lot of money educating people, right? Got you. Mm-hmm. If I'm if from from the digital product side of things, if I'm here, I'm, I'm listening. So I'm like, all right, do I do an ebook? Do I do a course? Do I do a mentorship, a mastermind? Do I do all of them? Like, what, what would you say to those individuals? Uh, so what I would tell somebody, I know a lot of people have different answers. In my opinion, the best way to get started is doing live classes, right? Because ebooks are great. Don't get me wrong. I, I have ebooks. We sell a lot of ebooks. But when you talk about creating that no like, and trust, people get to be on the class with you. They get to ask questions. They get to tap in with you. They get to feel, okay, this is an actual person, right? So there could be a million people selling credit, doing funding, but there's going to be people who rock with me based on my style, right. you know, how I talk or whatever. So live class is the quickest way to build your brand and make a lot of money. Got you. Live mm-hmm. classes, live classes. And in terms of just if if I'm because I wanna I want to remove any and all excuses. You talked about Instagram. Is that the absolute best platform for now else to go out and build that audience to get eyeballs on you know, get eyeballs and get butts and seats for that live class. Talk a little about that. I would say for me, yeah, Instagram is the easiest platform to build your brand just because you got direct access to whatever you do. Like I could, like I said, I could go pay another influencer, pay uh, an influencer page to really get in front of a million people and get them to my page now where I could, you know, send them to a, a free offer where I could talk to them, right? Really nurture these people and show them that I know what I'm talking about. Uh, so that's the quickest way to grow your brand, in my opinion. What's interesting is, and I, and I hope a lot of people picked up on it, the episode in this episode we talked about OPM, mm-hmm. other people's money. When they talked about you know building the audience and things like that, and using pages like Spiritual World and things like that to get eyeballs and butts and seats for the webinar, we talked about OPA, other people's audiences. Yeah. But you said something where you were talking about learning how to create digital products and monetize on that side. Um, and you were talking about mentorship. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about let's talk about OPI. Let's talk about other people's information, mm-hmm. right? Why do you think? You know, you're being a high level entrepreneur, knowing what you know now. Why do you think some people are so finicky, so one foot in, one foot out when it comes to paying to learn more and get to that next level? Right. What was it? What was it in you that you knew? Like, all right, if I know if I want to go from here to here, I got to pay what it costs to get there no matter what versus someone else. It's like. Now I'm gonna go to YouTube University. I'm a, I'm a Google. I'm gonna go to Google page 89 until I get it for free. What was yeah. what, what's the difference between someone like yourself and someone like the other person that's mm-hmm. like I don't I don't know. So honestly, bro, like a lot of times is is it's belief, right? Because mm-hmm. we grow up and think about it like. You know, I'm from the neighborhood, like no one was even thinking about paying somebody for information. Mm -hmm. And I always say power and proximity, right? Like if you grow up and, you know, maybe your parents or everyone talks about when you get money, you talk to hold on to the money. Mm -hmm. So you talk about paying someone else to show you something that don't even sound right. People will go there, pay for college all day, but they don't want to pay somebody to show them a skill set. And I think it's just a mental thing where that's how you come up and you're stuck in your ways. But what but my process was. I looked at my situation like if nothing changes, nothing's going to change, right? Fact. And I always knew for me I wanted to be wealthy. Like I've been like that since since a young. And so um, for me, I was like, I got to just bet on myself. Otherwise, I'm going to be doing the same thing, running around, you know, chasing money um, instead of creating, you know, infinite capital. So I just I just bet on myself. That was the first thing I had did. Um, and I just said, yeah, I had to try it. So I think what happens is people just don't believe in themselves a lot, right? They don't really, you know, want to bet on themselves. But if you don't, you're going to be in the same place, and it's going to be hard for you to get to that level you're looking to get to. So now watch this, right? Because mm-hmm. like I said, I want to eliminate all excuses. Yeah. If I'm watching this episode, and let's say I'm somebody who's watching this episode, and I'm like, now nah, I do believe in myself, but I just don't understand. Why 
why do I have to pay for the information? Right. Well, hold on. Mm-hmm. What if someone's like, if you really trying to help me or trying to help the community and I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking in general. Yep. Why don't you just give the information away free? Why do I got to pay for mentorship, pay for a mastermind, things like that? What would you say to that person? I would say one, I truly learned this and I believe this with my whole heart. When you pay, you pay attention. Mm. Right. Like I, I see even in my products, lower price products attract when you when you buy some people buy some they don't even believe for twenty seven dollars that it's going to change their life like oh, they man. don't even believe that right and probably even you have you ever bought a book maybe it's ten dollars twenty dollars you're like man let me put that down yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. but when you pay premium price you like right, I'm all in I'm showing up early I got all the questions my questions are all written out Facts. and your mindset is I better get this result because if not I want to ask the, the mentor why it's not working but in doing so you're doing all the steps that the mentor told you to do so what that does is you learn that it actually does work right so that's why uh premium price you know premium price offers and mentorship it's the key to changing the game for you it don't even be all the times all the information it just be the amount of action that you take and then, and then what happens is you build that self-belief because you know it works and then you become you know obsessed like my mind says like who can I pay to get me to the next level, right? Because once you see it, you really cannot see it. Um, so I think a lot of people just never get to that that first, you know, part of investing um, to where they, you know, they're like, all right, this is the key. Let me tell you something, man. You came on here, you gave a lot of game. And as someone watching this right now, they don't want the learning to stop. They want to keep, they, they received an immense amount of value from you in the sit down and they want to continue to push that envelope. Like I said, we just want to keep keep the value going and going. I know that you have a free class coming up. Yes, Talk a little bit about that. Absolutely. So what I'm, what I'm, everyone who's tapped into my guys' network, mm-hmm. what y'all are going to get is not only a free ebook where I'm going to be breaking down the game, you know, credit card stacking, how to build out your profile, how to start your own funding business, but I'm also going to invite you to a live training where I'm going to be breaking down this even more in depth. It's, a, it's an hour and a half class where I'm giving you nothing but game, really breaking it down step by step, how to get access to this capital and structure your credit report. Um, so y'all can go to mdweebook.com. Dot com again it's mdwebook.com um and we're gonna get you right there you go there you go and for those who are watching where can they go about finding you as well on social media i want i want to make sure you give them everything where they can go about finding absolutely you? y'all follow me at darius benders right follow me at darius benders on instagram we're giving our game on the daily in terms of our content and um we're just helping the people man we try to help everyone just get to that next level to close this thing out finish the sentence for me mm-hmm. if i'm watching this right and you wanted to speak to somebody that's watching this right now, close the sentence out for me. You should not get into business funding if blank. You should not get into business funding if you are not willing to invest in yourself to get to that next level. That's it. That's it. That's because it. without that, you're not going to have a plan or you think you have a plan, but you don't know how to do the thing. Then you wonder why you fumbled the bag. But if I go get the money and then I pay Guess what? I'm going to have the fast pass now and I could go accomplish the goal a lot quicker. People wonder why they're not obtaining the, the money they want. It's because you out here doing something that no one in your family's ever done. None of your friends have ever done. And you don't have what I like to call GPS, the fast pass. So if you're not looking to invest in yourself before running the play, you're looking to run. Don't get into business funding. Darius Benders, ladies and gentlemen, my brother. Thank you so much for coming through and giving the game on top of game on top of game. And thank y'all for tuning into this episode of the Marvin Francois show. As always, I'm your host with the most Marvin Francois. And if you haven't already, what are you doing? Take a second, take a minute, take an hour out of your day right here, right now to go ahead and slap that like button. But more importantly, tap into my guys free masterclass. That's free, by the way. You ain't got to pay. They don't got to pay nothing, right? No, it's typically 997. But everyone who comes through this, they're getting it free. They don't got to pay a quarter. Not a dime, not, not a penny, not a nickel, nothing. 
It's free. Make Let's sure you tap it. into my guys' free masterclass. We're going to make sure we put that in the description below. And as always, make sure you guys continue to show love to the show. But as always, I'm Marvin Francois. This is my guy, Darius Benders. Y'all have been good. We've been great. This has been amazing. And as always, thank you and God bless. Peace. Come on.